Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It's Monday, April the 6th, 2020, Monday of Holy Week today. So today we're reading from Philippians chapter 2, verses 4 through 8. I found out when at my grandpa's funeral, actually, it was one of his life verses, one of my life verses as well. Um, this is a... Uh, a verse that's pretty familiar of Paul's about Jesus and it kind of gets us into what Holy Week is kind of all about. Let each of you not look to your own interests but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus who though he was in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited but emptied himself taking on the form of a slave and being born in human likeness and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So that was Philippians 2, verses 4 through 8. So Brueggemann goes on to talk about in his little devotional here that Jesus wasn't crucified because of some theory of atonement. Jesus was crucified because the empire could not tolerate such a transformative, subversive force set loose in the world. Jesus' uncompromising commitment to the purpose of God contradicted the empire that lives against the grain of God's intention. And there's that kind of upside-downness we've been talking about. Um, our, our intern, Caleb Miller, likes to say that the kingdom of God is the one that's right-side-up and the world's kingdom is upside-down. But Jesus was crucified Strictly, Brueggemann says, because he lived contrary to the way of the world. Uh, that's why if you go through and read like the Sermon on the Mount, you read some of the passages there, they just seem crazy. And sometimes, as uh, even as Christians, we kind of dismiss those teachings like turn the other cheek, go the second mile, forgive your enemies. We dismiss those as kind of naive. And we dismiss them as, well, that doesn't really work in the real world. But, but what Brueggemann is saying here is Jesus death was specifically because he lived those teachings because if you really live in that kind of freedom and that kind of love and that kind of forgiveness and that kind of uh, way of life then the world will hate you uh, because the, it exposes the evil of the other system it exposes our greed our corruption our power and so the pe people who have their greed power and corruption exposed get angry and that's what happened it wasn't just to fulfill some kind of uh, atonement theory, Brueggemann says, it was because the way he was living went counter to everything that our society and their society tends to believe. So here is his challenge for us on Holy Week. To walk from Palm Sunday to Easter, the Thursday arrest and Friday execution, just imagine all of us in the wake of Jesus changing our minds about how the world works, renewing our minds, altering our opinions concerning self and neighbor and the world. The clue to the new mind of Christ is emptying ourselves of our need of control and our anxious passion for security. And as our minds change, we come to new freedom. 
It's Easter freedom, unburdened and fearless, free for the interest of the neighbor. So we have had some of those things that tend to, we tend to hold on to unsettled from under us during this virus. We've had things like financial security, even just the ability to go and do as we please. We've had a lot of things stripped away from us. But maybe it is that emptying of those kind of things we hang on to kind of anxiously, as Brueggemann says. Maybe it's the emptying of that is where we really find true freedom. Uh, so maybe in learning to let go of a lot of that stuff, we're actually finding this week that we can live in Christ in peace, in freedom, in safety, and in security. And so Brueggemann goes on to say, So we worship this Jesus who is dead and is alive, who is humbled and is exalted. But we also replicate his life in our own life. We find ourselves with Easter liberty to be our true selves, as he himself was his true self. We know this very well. Now listen to these words. It is a gift to be simple. It is a gift to be free. It is a gift to come down where we ought to be. And where we ought to be is right next to him in self-emptying obedience. So as we empty ourselves of our own interests, our own pride, our own egos, as, as we let go of that system of the world, uh, what we find is freedom and simplicity. Um, and we find ourselves with Jesus and we find that Jesus is really all that we need. So I hope this week, uh, through Easter week, you will really think about this idea of a different kind of Messiah that Nathan shared with us last night online, if you were on Facebook Live with us, that Nathan shared about how this seemed upside down, but this is the true way of love and of sacrifice, to lay one's life down. Um, to think about that. To think about not just was that true for Jesus, but it's also true for us. That as we receive the grace and the mercy of God, then we are able to also lay our lives down. And what we find is, is when we lose our life, as Jesus said, then we find it. So our prayer for today is, we are eager for Easter joy and new life. And yet we are haunted by the space between where we are and where you are. Grant us a new mind, a new readiness, a new heart, that we might stand with you in self-emptying obedience. So in this week, one of the things we may want to do, that prayer says, is just confess our the distance between God's love and our love. God's self-emptying love and our tendency to keep falling back into the power games and the ego games and all the other games that Jesus resisted and that Jesus' death actually was caused because he chose to walk a different kind of route. And that is the route of love, which always gives oneself for the sake of the other. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes, or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.